Hello. Welcome back to the Millennial Music Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Flood. And if I'm being honest, I had to think for a second about what the name of this podcast actually is. Millennial Music Entrepreneurs. It kind of gets stuck in your mouth a little bit, but that's cool. Today we're starting um, a reoccurring series. And I'm not sure what the name will be just yet, but the point being is every week I'm going to give you an update on the YouTube channel that I have, how the progress is going, lessons I learned, and changes I plan to implement in the upcoming week. So on this inaugural episode, I think we'll start by just talking about what the YouTube channel is actually about and my preparation before making it. So just in general, I think we're going to go with a format of I will start with a channel update. uh, Then I'll get to the lessons learned, followed by my plans for the next video. And after that, I'm going to talk about a topic for the day. And that topic is going to usually have to be related to something that I learned or experienced over the week that I think is important to discuss. So for day for today, the topic we'll discuss later is going to be the idea of creating something knowing ahead of time that no one will probably ever watch it, right? As an artist, what does it mean to create stuff you know no one will ever listen to or care about? I don't mean that in a negative sense. It's just an interesting thought when you're starting a YouTube channel since, well, I'll get into more detail when we get to the topic. I don't want to go in depth there just yet. So the actual YouTube channel, the channel is called Andre Lead Rhythm Guitar. And it's basically a channel all about a style of guitar playing that is dubbed Lead Rhythm Guitar. And... It's not a very popular genre per se, right? There are some artists who are part of it, but the idea of quote-unquote lead rhythm guitar is not an idea that's very common in the guitar world. And so I figured, since it's a style that I've loved for a very long time and that I'm trying to improve on myself and that I already know a lot about, this would be a good idea for the YouTube channel. Now, the question is, why, am I, why did I start the YouTube channel now in 2022 when I've been playing guitar for 18-ish years, something like that, 18 years? Why did I start the channel now? Uh, what made me decide that? And what was my preparation like going into it? So I knew at least a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I knew I was going to be starting a YouTube channel related to guitar because I knew I wanted to become an entrepreneur and, you know, find people who enjoy what I like and who are willing to pay for what I, what I'm good at, right? The issue was it took me about a year and change to actually decide that I'm going to start the channel when I'm going to start it. And that wasn't entirely 
me procrastinating. So when I first had the idea, I was still in graduate school doing my PhD. I was actually writing my dissertation at the time. And it didn't make it didn't seem like a good idea to start this whole new project while I was in my last year of school, right? That didn't really make any sense, especially especially since I was writing a dissertation, which is a very time-consuming and emotionally draining task. So I finished the dissertation about March or so in 2021. And that's when I started to think about the YouTube channel. And I even thought I was going to start it right around that time. So I researched microphones. I bought a few different things. I bought a light and I started getting obsessed with learning from all of the YouTube influencers who, who kind of teach you how to be successful on YouTube, all of that stuff. And I basically burnt myself out before I even got a chance to start by overthinking about things. And I think that was partly because I never gave myself a break between my dissertation and the plan to start the YouTube channel. So I decided that I would still start the channel, but that I would give myself a break to just play guitar for fun, learn what I want to learn. Let the fact that I'm done with school actually sink in. You know, when you when you started college when you were in high school, like I did, right? When I was 15 or 16, I began going to college in the summer. And then from then on, up until being 29, I went to university nonstop. Most summers, a lot of winter breaks, every semester without a break. So when you go to school for that long without a break and you're finally done, it takes a minute to, you know, figure out how to spend your day, what you actually want to do, and so on and so forth. So I spent some time just, you know, exploring different ideas about what I want to do and how I want to move forward, right? And I'm a pretty hyper person when it comes to doing something. I have to always be working. So after about three or four months of just practicing guitar, I decided, okay, it's time for me to actually start going into the YouTube and start building the channel and producing videos and things of that nature. So my plan initially was to release my first video in April. That video ended up being very, very difficult and very complicated. And so I didn't release it until May, which is this current month. But now I'm committed to a once a week minimum schedule of releasing content. So thus far on my YouTube channel, I have exactly two videos posted. The first video I released ended up being almost 30 minutes long. And it basically was my attempt to condense an entire semester of rhythm guitar into one, um, one YouTube video. And then I learned how to use InDesign. I created an ebook to go with it. And so it took a very long time. But my second video went a lot faster, mainly because it was a lot shorter. It's only, it's less than five minutes long. And that video is on the topic of lead rhythm guitar and what it means as a term. You could think of it as a video that introduces my channel, if you will. And so how are things going so far? 
I'm actually going to just pull up my analytics right now. I said I, I say it like there's you know some big revelation. I'm going to pull up my analytics and we're going to see all this amazing progress, right? So let's see. So far, I have 21 views total on on the two videos. So all the views combined are 21. I have exactly one subscriber and one comment. I think for some people that might be discouraging, but for me, that's incredibly encouraging, right? Now, let's be honest. Part of me thought I'm going to release one video and I'm just going to blow up and become this overnight sensation, right? A little something deep down was hoping that would be the case. Obviously, that's incredibly unrealistic and that's not what happened. But the fact that I was able to get one subscriber after just two videos and that that subscriber left a very nice comment and he likes what I'm doing so far. To me, that's very encouraging. And I, I, I want to start from the very beginning making sure I appreciate every one of those little successes. I, like a lot of people who have high aspirations, I have a tendency to not appreciate success at all, right? Um, be it small success or large success, I usually look for what I can improve on, what went wrong. And I want to do my best to break that habit with this YouTube channel. So I'm going to do my absolute best to appreciate every small success like one comment and one subscriber. And that's what we're up to so far. Very short channel update. Okay, now we're on to the lessons learned aspect of this update podcast. And I learned a lot of things with just these first two videos. The first thing I learned was you have to triple check all of your settings to make sure you don't record a video that gets produced in 720p. I'm known by my girlfriend as a technology snob. I require high quality video. If I'm going to watch anything whatsoever. I have expensive headphones, you know. I I like nice things. I like I like nice visuals. I like nice audio. And so when I saw that after the fact I released a 720p video, it was enraging. And I thought about maybe I should just re-upload re it since it was the same day. But then when I went into Final Cut Pro, I saw that the initial footage I filmed for some reason was in 720. So I'd have to film the entire thing over again and that's just not going to be a thing. So I need to double check my settings. And I learned I should check that right away before recording every single time. I thought I had this template set up so that I wouldn't have to do that, but it's good just to be sure. So that's one big lesson for me. 
another important lesson was one relate one relating to lighting. So I have a fairly thorough lighting setup. I have this background line behind me, which I can use to create a color. I had a light to the left, a light to the right, and another light up and behind me. So that's one, two, three, that's four different lights just to film a very simple video. And I used that setup for my first video and it looked, I would say, good for the fact that it's my first video. And then I was experimenting in my room a little bit and I realized I didn't really need that much considering it's a small space and I'm only using one camera angle. So I'm, there's a window right behind the camera right there that's letting in a lot of light. I usually cover it when I'm filming, but I realized that if it's a nice day, I can just leave the blinds open and that's great light right there. So that's what I, that's how I'm filming now, and I think it's how I'll film in the future. I have the nice sunlight coming in from this window. I still have the color light behind me, which is, I think, nice. I can change it up for different episodes. I have the, what we call a hair light or a rim light um, to the top right. And that kind of just separates me and gives a little shine to my hair and things like that. And instead of having the two lights left and right, I'm just, I just have one light here connected to my mic arm and it's firing up and bringing a diffused light this way on top of me. So it still seems fairly complicated, but it's a lot simpler than having the two lights, one on each side. And I like the way the video is looking. And it just struck me just now as while recording this podcast that... I'm probably also recording it in 720p because I did not check my settings. So in, ter in terms of lessons learned, I've now learned that lesson twice, which is embarrassing, but this is a podcast, so it's not as big of a, not as big of a deal. Never again from henceforth. I think that's a good place to pause for lessons learned this week. I mean, I could go on forever about the way I'm improving my script writing, how I'm trying to be more engaging to the camera, but um, we can we can stop there for now. Plans for the next videos. The first thing is that I am going on vacation for a couple of days. I'm leaving Sunday, so today's Thursday. I'm leaving Sunday. I'm coming back on Thursday or Friday. I don't remember. I'm going to Atlanta. Now, that is going to interfere with the podcast and my YouTube videos. So I'm going to try to, well, not try to. I'm going to record another YouTube video and maybe another podcast before that time. I might edit it a little bit on the plane or beforehand, depending on when I have time, to make sure that I have a video to release for next week. And the interesting thing is that this time constraint that I'm running into actually gave me an opportunity to think of a better video that I can produce right away. So 
I noticed that these first two videos didn't have a lot of engagement. They didn't have a, a far reach. And so I'm going to change things up a little bit. Obviously, I'm still sticking with my topic, but the next two videos are going to be very short, very quick tips. Here are three, four chords. Here are uh, maybe four C major seven chords that are different or that are unique or that I like. Very quick two minute, maybe three minute videos. So that's going to be the next video and maybe the next few videos. And we'll see if those very quick, short tips are going to be useful moving forward. So that's the plan for next week. Finally, on to today's topic. So 17 minutes in and we're just getting to today's topic. Maybe I should put the topic up front. I'll have to experiment with that in the future. But today's topic. I had a freak out because I realized I was recording in 720 instead of 1080. And so right before this segment, which I think I'll cut up and put on YouTube, I decided to pause, fix my settings. And so now this video should be nice and high quality. So the topic for today's podcast is the idea of creating content, knowing that no one will watch it. And again, I don't want to talk about this as though it's a sad thing or as if it's an upsetting thing. But it's something I think as creators, um, as artistic people, something we need to think about, right? So I started this YouTube channel, of course, the guitar YouTube channel. And I started it because I want to put my music and my ideas out there. And I want people to be able to engage with them. I want to hear feedback. I want positive feedback. I want to hear how I can improve. All of those different things, right? It's why we create things to put into the world. And so the question is, what do you do? What do you do when you know you are creating things that essentially no one is going to care about or is ever going to see? Now, sure. One day my YouTube channel will be incredibly successful. And at that point, people may go back and look through and see what was the first video, what was the second video, what were they like, how did he change since then? I'm sure that will happen. But for now, it's not happening, number one. And number two, it's an important thought experiment, I think. Because it makes you contemplate whether or not you're doing things for the right reason or what even qualifies as the right reason. Is it wrong to create things because you want feedback, um, attention, right? And we boil it down, positive, negative, positive responses, negative responses, admiration. It's all attention. It's all a form of attention. So when a lot of people create art, at the heart of it, we're doing it because we want attention. Okay. That's not a bad thing. It's just a fact of the situation. So is it okay to want attention? 
Um, is it wrong? Is it egotistical? And if so, how do you create things that are honest and not just attention seeking, right? If I knew that I would continue to make these videos on this particular style of guitar playing, if I knew these videos would forever be lackluster in terms of performance, right? If I knew that going down the line, no one would ever watch these videos five years from now, 10 years from now, and that I'd be doing this once a week process, essentially just for myself, would I still want to do it? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I would still play guitar. That's for sure, right? I mean, I've been playing guitar for 18 years and for the vast majority of that time, I did not have an audience and I still don't have an audience. A couple of performances here and there, a couple of ensembles at a university or as part of a school. But I mean, I could count my live performances on my two hands in 18 years. I've certainly averaged less than one performance a year, right? So I haven't been playing guitar for attention. That's, that can't be true. Otherwise, I would have been doing more performing. But when it comes to sitting down, setting up lighting, setting up a camera, practicing looking into the camera, trying to be interesting on camera, going through take after take after take because it's for some reason harder to perform properly uh, music when you're on camera and recording. Going through all of that for no views. I'm sure there are people who are into film editing and videography and lighting and script writing even who would like to go through the process just because they love that thing. And I think I'm partly in that camp. I do like tech. I do like the lighting and the whole process. I do find it very fun. But I think what I find most fun is exploring the guitar and unlocking different things, different ways of understanding musical concepts. And since that's my main and since that is my main interest, I'm not sure if I would continue to do YouTube if I knew it would never amount to anything. But with that understanding, I think it's important to consider the fact that we have to always enjoy or we should strive to enjoy the process of creating in and of itself for its own sake. And if, if I were to stop making YouTube videos one day, I don't want to stop and regret the time I spent making them if I don't ever become financially successful due to YouTube, right? I would like to be in a place where I can say, I made all these videos. Some were great, some weren't. Some, people, some got engagement, some didn't. But through the process, I became a better guitarist. I became a better speaker, a better artist, and I enjoyed it, right? 
that's what I would hope I would feel if things never were successful. That being said, I'm, of course, working very hard to make sure that things do become successful one day. But I thought that was an interesting thing to discuss, to think about, to contemplate. And so I thought I'd share it here. I don't want to conclude on that note because I feel like it's a bit grim. Uh, but I, so it's also honest, so maybe we should just end there. I'll be back fairly soon with another update. And I think I need to go into more detail about what my plans are on YouTube um, long-term, the different channels, things of that nature. So maybe I'll talk about that in the next one. Uh, bye for now. I'll see you soon.